Welcome to the Eye Test, a fantasy football podcast for those who are tired of hearing boring stats all day. I am your host, Bobby, and of course, as always, I am joined by my good friends, John and Paul. This is episode 11. This is our second DFS draft for week 10. And guys, we thought last week that I was going to have the best team, but it's not looking like that, honestly. Looks like John or Paul, you guys are going to win the week. So, how'd your guys' team do? Surprisingly, the best. That's what it looks like right now, unless Chris Olave goes off. I'll scroll over here to week nine for our YouTube viewers here. Uh, we got points located right over here to the right of each name. And I knew Jefferson and Derrick Henry were going to go off, but seeing Derrick Henry score 21 of those 23 and a half fantasy points in the first half was very nice to see. And honestly, I was expecting much more out of Derrick Henry in the second half, but Titans definitely blew that one. Everything else, is, I knew Tyler Boyd was going to be a bad pick. <laughs> it didn't end up costing you, though. It did not. Yeah, so so it looks like Paul's down by about 23 points, so he needs a big game out of Chris Olave. But if he can get more than 16 points, then he's a lock-in for second place which would earn him one point in our aggregate scoring point. So, Bob, let me just go over that real quick for our listeners, and then you can talk about your team. So if your team gets the most points for the weekly DFS draft, then you're awarded three points. If you have the second most points, you will get one point. And if you have the least amount of points, you will get zero points. So it's similar to how soccer does their scoring. And we're going to continue this tally until what week 16 or week 17 when we have to do that thing paul was talking about last episode where we have to watch the person in first place sport team and get absolutely hammered yeah and it looks like honestly all of our teams are going to be playing meaningful football at the end of the year which is none of which i particularly haven't been able to say for the past (laughs) few so that's going to be exciting actually but On to my team. I think we all thought that my team on paper was the best team, but honestly, what really did me in, everyone pretty much did okay. Josh Jacobs had a little bit of a letdown game. Juju turned out really well, but Tyler Higby, that offer, like when you're in like a DFS format like this, like you're just not going to, you're not going to win if you have zero points from any position, honestly. So, and Devontae Smith, I thought, would have a better game. But Me too. That, All of our seventh-round picks scored four points. Yeah, that's Thursday night football for you. So a little disappointed with that, but I think I'm going to do better today. But let's move on to our actual fantasy teams, our redraft league. And right now, currently, let me check the updated matchup real quick. I'm going to get a win. Paul's going to get a second win in a row. That's huge. And Dude. Bob, you're climbing up the ladder, Bob, but you're in a sweater tonight. You are. I'm in a, a big, sweater. I'm in a bit. I shouldn't be. Every time I've been playing this, like the past couple weeks, I've won, but they've been like nail belt fighters. Like I had DJ Moore with that fluke Hail Mary mm-hmm. last week that almost had me lose the week. And this week, like, yeah, it's close. So I have. Alvin Kamara and Justin Tucker going right now. I'm down by 13, and Charlie has Taysom Hill. So I should win, but at the same time, it looks like it could be a nail-biter down to the wire right now. So we'll keep up with that and see what happens as we progress through this. But you both got wins this week? Yeah, I, I just sealed it. I just sealed it. Yeah, John, yeah. yours was a little. Yours was a little <clears throat> surprising. You've been dealing with a lot of like injuries and stuff like that recently. Yeah, this was. I'm so happy I got a win because I had Saquon Barkley on by, Amari Cooper on by, and then of course the Jamar Chase injury that that happened. That's everything that's happened recently. So the fact that I got a win with Tyler Algier and Marquez Valdez Scantling in my starting roster, I'm happy. And with Rashad Bateman out. Duvernay's now the wide receiver one. We'll call him like the second option on the Ravens, I guess. I just got to squeak out a couple wins with Jamar Chase's injury. I got to keep putting up around that 120 point mark per week, and uh, I should be hanging out in the playoff territory. I just got to pray for Olave to do well, but I also want the Ravens to win. So if Olave puts up a dud, I'm okay with it because that probably means that my Ravens win. But yeah, and then as far as my redraft and my dynasty league, 
Yeah, it's slow clap for Joe Mixon. Yeah, slow, slow clap. clap for Joe slow Mixon, clap. dude. He slow clap. Had finally, a had a good, finally had a real fantasy day, but it was like a historic fantasy day this yeah. year. Yeah. So if for any of those who are living under a rock, Joe Mixon scored five touchdowns this week. He finally paid dividends for all the first-round Mixon drafters like myself. And he – if. You know what? I challenge people who are listening to this. If you have Joe Mixon on your team and you lost, I would love to see a screenshot of your team. Yes. If you have yes. Joe Mixon and you lost, I want to see the screenshot of your matchup because just throwing the towel, buddy. That's a rough one if you lose and you have Joe Mixon. That That's tough. But yeah, I'm sitting at around 170 points right now with Isaiah likely still about to go even more bonkers than what he's doing already. He's already got 10 points. Um, yeah, Paul, you started two tight ends this week. It's a risky feat, but it looks like it's paying off. I did, Smart dude. Smart he already, it's already paid off because I had Alec Pierce in my flex spot, and he got 2.3 points in a train wreck of a Colts organization. They just fired Frank Reich today. Right. Your kicker has gotten you 39 points in two weeks. 17 points from my kicker this week, 21 from him last week. Dude, that makes the biggest difference. I've said it before, but, like, when you have a kicker and a defense that can consistently put up, forget, like, when they put up, like, in the teens of, like, points, then you're, like, way ahead of the game. But if you could get a combined, like, 20-ish points between your kicker and your defense, you're going to win a lot of weeks. Agreed. Yeah. But – like we mentioned earlier, we got some new things going on for this DFS draft today. John, you want to get into what we're throwing in to like kind of change things up, make it a little more entertaining for everyone and for yes. our, our teams as well? Certainly. So as everyone knows, our new Tuesday episodes are going to be the DFS drafts. We're going to do it for the next two months or so, basically until the end of the season starts to wrap up, <laughs> the regular season, season that is. So again, we pick from a pool of players. We meet each week and we come up with 30 players. Um, the ones that didn't get drafted the previous week are carried over into the current draft week. So those players are Gerald Everett, Adam Thielen, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Michael Pittman, Michael Carter, Derek Carr, Keenan Allen, Raheem Mostert, and Gus Edwards. Now, there is a chance that a couple of those players could get drafted. I'm thinking maybe Pittman, Derek Carr, Keenan Allen, maybe Mostert. I don't know if Gus Edwards is going to be healthy, but we'll see because the pool of players that we added in are pretty enticing. So we added in Alvin Kamara, Terry McLaurin, Dalton Schultz, Christian Kirk, Brandon Ayuk, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kareem Hunt, Patrick Mahomes, Najee Harris, DK Metcalf, Alan Lazard, TJ Hawkinson, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Kirk Cousins, Cooper Cup, DeAndre Swift, Ezekiel Elliott, Jerry Judy, Chase Claypool, Cole Komet, Kyler Murray. So that was a lot of players. I'll probably like review it as we get halfway through the draft just to remind our listeners who is left. But that's our pool of players that we're picking from today, including those nine that are carried over. We did do a random draft order again, like we're probably going to do every week. So I have the pleasure of being the first round pick. Bobby with the second, Paul with the third. We're going to do a snake draft system. And like we said last week, we're also going to be adding in a few curveballs every week. At least we're going to try to do it every week until we run out of ideas. But this week we're adding in one of our – we've been wanting to do this since we even started. So we added in power-ups. Okay, and you can think of like Uno or other board games where you can like steal things or swap things. So we added in those power-ups. So basically. Each manager, me, Bob, or Paul, we have a steal card, which we're going to call the takeaway card. I tried to think of like football terms here. So takeaway is the steal. So that means that you can steal a player from anyone's team as long as it's after the third round. Okay, so you can't steal any player that's picked rounds one through three. Okay, you also have what's called the flea flicker power up, which is like a swap card. So I can swap one of my players for one of your players. Again, that has to be after rounds three. And then I had to think of some type of like defense power-up where you can be like, no, bitch. So if someone tries to steal 
one of my fourth-round players, and I really like that fourth-round player. I think he's a, a sleeper pick. I can use my block card, which prevents him from swapping or stealing. However, once you use the block card, you can't use it again, which means that person's defense is completely open. You could only that, use these once. Yeah, you can only right. use every power-up once. But once, uh, Yeah, exactly. And you can only, when you go to swap or steal, it has to be with a player in that round. So at the end of the draft, I can't swap my seventh round pick for Bobby's third. Got so it has to... No, so basically you, you're going to use your offensive power-ups, the takeaway and the flea flicker. You use that instead of a draft pick. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to, I just want to make sure you can't hold it until the end and be like, oh, by the way. Correct. I'm yeah, swap you, my, yeah. yeah. And for the record, you can only take someone's fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh pick away. You can't take their first, second, or third. And you use those offensive power ups instead of your draft pick. Now, I'm thinking this might happen. I'm not sure if it's guaranteed to happen or not. But of course, if it gets to like the end of the draft and you have an empty slot, you just get to pick from those leftover players. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully you can get lucky and maybe it works out. So I'm interested to see how this goes. If we have to make any kinks to it, we'll do that for next <coughs> week. But again, we're just trying things out. We're trying to make things more interesting for our listeners. And if you are viewing our draft on YouTube, welcome. Thank you. I have to work as the producer here on how to make it more clear because the visibility of that first YouTube video was absolutely god awful. So I have to do some work on my end. But we're new, so we're trying everything yeah. out. Let's get into it, boys. John, you're the first pick now. So get us rolling. Get us rolling. All right. So I need to go – I need to look up matchups here, actually, because I was not expecting to go first <laughs> until just a couple of minutes ago. So let me just pull up my sleeper app here. Obviously, I'm in between Alvin Kamara, Cooper Cup, and Patrick Mahomes, honestly. Those are, like, my three options that I'm looking into. So – Oh, dude, I got Cooper Cup against the Cardinals. Love that. Kamara, I'm not. I'd rather take Mahomes, I think, over Kamara. He's going against Pittsburgh. That's not horrible. I like that. And then Patty Mahomes, he just had a monster game against the Titans, and he gets to go against Jacksonville. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and go with Cooper Cup as my first-round pick. Good pick. No-brainer. Yeah, Cooper Cup just has such a low floor, so I'm guaranteed at least like 20 you points. Mean a high, you mean a high floor? Yes, yes, high floor. So so I'm excited for him to join the squad. Honestly, Kamara, Mahomes, they're not going to make it back to me. I hope they do, but they, they won't. So I'm going to go with Cooper Cup as my wide receiver one here, and he's going to play a big part in me winning a second week in a row. Okay, John. So now it's up to me. And I think I'm going to, again, the batch of players is a little, is definitely more difficult, but it makes it more fun this week. So it's a little, there aren't many like no brainers here. So, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go different on my strategy as opposed to last week and go a little contrarian here, considering it's DFS and we're only going based on one week. I'm going to go Pat Mahomes here. Very smart. I want that positional advantage. And Pat Mahomes has been money this year. If I'm looking at his stats right now, his lowest scoring game, he had a couple like 17-point games back in weeks two and three. But other than that, it's been 23, 30, 19, 26, 34. He's home against Jacksonville next week. I expect to be more of the same. But, Paul, let's see what you got. So I'm kind of pigeonholed here. I have to go with Alvin Kamara on the turn. I have to. Yeah, you shouldn't um, be pigeonholed. <laughs> this is, I'm not going to say it's easy, but you've got to. Yeah, but I'm saying like that's, the, it. that's it is. the obvious pick. I have to go Kamara. Yeah, so I got, I'm got. i going Alvin Kamara for my first round pick. All right. Locking that in. But then it gets a little... Then it gets a little, what do we do? What do I do? It gets very dicey after. It gets very dicey. It does get a little crazy here. So right now, who's leading my brain right now is Christian Kirk. I'm leaning towards him, leaning towards grabbing him. He had a really good week this week against the Raiders, who, again, it's the Raiders. Take it with what you will. But he did have nine targets, 
eight catches, 70-plus yards, and a touchdown, which is a very solid week. But then who's also piquing my interest, who's come out of nowhere, is Brandon Ayuk. So the Niners had a bye in week nine. And let me just run down Ayuk's last three weeks. 28-15-20. Coming off of a bye, he gets the L.A. Chargers, who I think Kyle Shanahan will just completely outclass them. I'm going to go Brandon Ayuk. I'm going to ride the hot hand. I haven't even looked at his targets. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a good pick, Paul. Nice job. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk is going to lock him in. He's had 28 targets in the last three weeks. All right, perfect. Bobby, you are up with the second pick then. Yeah, this is – yeah, these are going to get really interesting and really tough really quick because I personally – I would not want, like, many of these guys. I mean, there's some that I would want on my team, but – None of them are, like, no-brainers like last week. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't feel fantastic about it, but I don't feel fantastic about any of these, many of these players, to be honest. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Terry McLaurin here. Against the Eagles. Yep. All games, completely game script dependent. I expect the Eagles to do exactly what they've been doing and jump out to a lead and regardless of whether they jump out to a lead or not the redskins are are, oh i didn't say it canceled again oh canceled dude but regardless the commanders are going to have to score points to beat the eagles and mclaurin is their best playmaker for some reason he doesn't do anything in the first half and then ends up putting up a decent amount of points in the second half. So if that changes this week, I expect a big game out of him. But commanders are going to have to score points against the Eagles. So I'm taking Terry here as the number one option on the commanders. Monday night football in Philly, too. Yeah, definitely some upside here. I expect the Eagles to win, you know, handedly. But there'll definitely be points for Terry McLaurin to be at. All right. So I am up. I got two picks right here. I already have the wide receiver position filled. I think I'm going to double down on the wide receiver position here. And I'm going to go against a guy who in the last two weeks, he's scored 17 points and 14 points. I'm going off a sleeper here. And honestly, this offense is just potent. So, And it doesn't matter which receiver you pick. You can have both of them go off. You can definitely have one of them go off. But I'm guaranteed one of these receivers are going to go off. And the other one's not even on the list. So, yeah, I'm going to go with DK Metcalf here. I'm going to double down on the wide receiver position. Oh, um, I didn't even see him. I'm an idiot. They got the Bucks, so I'm going to take that. And they are also they're in Tampa Bay. So I'll take DK Metcalf here. I'm going to double down on my wide receiver. I'm hoping I can get 50 points out of those players there. So, uh, 50 points? Oh, my God. Yeah, DK, D, yeah, 25-25 between Cooper and DK. Yeah, last week, the uh, Seattle Seahawks, they, what, Lockett had 17 and Metcalf had 14. I mean, that's, I love to see that out of a wide receiver duo. So I'm going to go with DK Metcalf here. And then, let's see, we really don't have that many good running backs to choose from. Yeah. You know, it would be like Swift, Zeke, <laughs> and then I Not guess... Me. I guess, yeah, I guess Najee, but I don't want to draft him. I'm leaning Swift here just because I know they're going to slowly work him into the snap count here, but he only got two freaking carries last week. And he honestly made the most of it. He was able to get eight points out of two carries and three catches. So if he can just squeak in a freaking touchdown, that would be awesome, man. Oh, my God. What do I fucking do? All right. You know what? I'll just do it. I'll do... I'll, oh my God. I'm going to go with. Come on, yeah, I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift. I'm just going to hope that he does well here. That is, wish, that is wishful thinking. I hate him. I know. He's. I hate DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I know. I'm not a big fan either. It's just out of the running backs to choose from, it's either him. Who's going to. Who has a higher ceiling? I guess Zeke, but. I don't know how healthy he is. That's the only reason why I'm not jumping towards Zeke. Zeke also like kind of splits with Pollard too. So yeah, I just I wouldn't want to get stuck with Kareem Hunt and all those guys like <clears throat> Kareem Hunt, and Najee as my running back. So I might as well just hope that Swift gets worked in a little bit more into the offense. So DeAndre Swift, 
please do well. Yeah. Bob, you're up. Okay. I am going to go... Again, this isn't easy by any means. Who are the Cowboys playing? So I think I just got to go with the guy with the most upside here, to be honest. I'm going to go Christian Kirk here. Smart for you because you went with the quarterback that first round. So to fill up, your, you have a, two solid wide receivers and an amazing quarterback. I think your roster is looking pretty good right now with Patty Mahomes, Terry McLaurin, and Christian Kirk. Definitely be hoping on like a breakout game from like a lower tier running back. but. Honestly, the way the matchups turned out this week, that's really all you need. You need one of those like lower guys to have a big week, and then you're right there. So Christian Kirk, it is. Christian Kirk. All right, nice. Paul, who do you? Uh, who are you going to take for your third round? So right now, I am honestly, I did Christian Kirk. He was my favorite receiver that was on the board, and then Bob took him. But I think what I'm going to do with my third round pick, it's not going to be flashy, and it's a guy that I think gets forgotten about in fantasy football just because his team isn't doing that great but i think i'm gonna go i'm gonna go alan lazard with mm-hmm. my third pick tough matchup but he is coming off of 10 targets he didn't play the other week seven targets nine targets so again volume is key volume is huge in fantasy football so do I love picking a wide receiver as my third round pick when I do have other holes to fill on my team? No, but I think that Alan Lazard is definitely the best talent on the board still. So I'm going to go him against the Cowboys with my third pick. Nice. And honestly, real quick about the Packers. We just were expecting a little bit more out of Aaron Rodgers in particular. Absolutely. I figured that he could find a way to make the Packers a better team, and it's just not working like that. I, I know he signed that extension, but I see Aaron Rodgers looking for an out in the offseason for sure. Dude, or, forget, or retirement. Forget an, out. forget an out, man. He might just retire. Yeah, that's what I mean, but yeah. And I wouldn't blame him, honestly. Like, <clears throat> I mean, I would blame him because you signed a three-year contract. You should play your entire three years. Don't be a pussy. I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Rodgers is hosting Jeopardy this year. All right, so we're we're three rounds down, which means we got four rounds to go. So the players <laughs> available on the board now. All three of us need a tight end. I can see this maybe becoming a tight end round. Maybe the fourth, maybe the fifth round could be a tight end round. But me and Paul both have to fill our quarterback <clears throat> slots. So we got out of the tight ends available. We've got Dalton Schultz, T.J. Hawkinson. Gerald Everett, and Cole Komet. And in terms of quarterbacks, we've got Jimmy Garoppolo. We've got Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Kyler Murray. And then we got a whole bunch of receivers to choose from. Jerry Judy, Chase Claypool are probably the biggest names. Keenan Allen, if you want to roll the dice. Michael Pittman. No one's going to draft Adam Thielen or MVS. Dude, um, no one's draft Michael Pittman. You'd be dumb if you did. Yeah, true. And then running backs, we're getting slim here. I know... Bobby definitely needs one, but he's got to choose between Kareem Hunt, Najee Harris, Claude Edwards-Hilaire, Gus Edwards, Raheem Mostert, and Ezekiel Elliott. So again, that's another dice roller there. So we're going to start the fourth round with Paul, and we are now able to use our power-ups. So again, if you want to use your offensive power-ups, you can use them instead of a draft pick. I guess essentially you'd have to wait till the fifth round to use that anyway. But yeah, take it away, Paul. Yeah, so like John said, we're getting a little slim pickings here on the skill position, guys. So running back and wide receiver is a little slim. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go for the clear-cut best quarterback on the board, and it's Kyler Murray. Nice. So I'm going to grab Kyler and fill up my quarterback spot just because Kirk Cousins, I know the Vikings are 6-1 and one or whatever they are. They're playing well. But in terms of fantasy value, Kirk has not been anything above a 16-point ceiling. And Derek Carr just sucks. You suck, Derek. And Jimmy Garoppolo's not any kind of just, no, it doesn't tickle me in my plums. So Kyler Murray at least has those rushing upside. I can hope that maybe he scampers for a couple yards, throws a few touchdown passes. We'll see where it's, it goes. It's crazy how, like, you see Devontae Adams scoring 36 points. You're like, oh, wow, Derek Carr must have had a good game. But in reality, like, all the yards that Devontae Adams gets is all the yards Derek Carr threw. <laughs> I know. So yeah. even if Devontae Adams puts up 130, po- 130 yards, that's 13 points for Devontae Adams and six for Derek Carr. So it's just, it's not a, it's a weird concept where, like, an amazing receiver doesn't have an amazing quarterback. You see it with Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford, too. 
Yeah, it's weird how the Raiders have been so – not weird, I should say. They've always been just mediocre, but – Daniels, bro. Yeah, they're – like, Devontae Adams is good, but then, like, literally – they just managed to like completely not ruin Josh Jacobs, but now he's not really involved. Like you guys were really good when he was involved a lot. And now you just don't use him anymore. I always think about what NFL coaches are thinking. I'm like, you see stuff that's working and you just decide to like, Oh, let's try something else just for the hell of it. Like just don't fix what's not broken, but they always seem to try and be like the smartest person in the room. And always, like, change things up. Oh, we got to be more creative this week. How about you just do what's working? <laughs> but All right, so it's my turn now, actually. So I was thinking about going tight end, but I think it's going to be too early with the tight ends I see on the board. So I got to go running back here. I don't know yet who I'm going to take. With Zeke not practicing today, that seems like a huge gamble. So I don't feel like, ah, oh, dude, there's no fucking running backs here. Dude, both of these, two of these running backs are hurt. Who the fuck does? <laughs> dude, the running backs are all garbage. There, I, there's one in my mind that sticks out. It was like just the safest pick. It's not even, it's not even that they're garbage. Two of these guys are fucking hurt. Like I'm not picking someone that's hurt. <laughs> I don't really feel good with any of these guys. And remember, power-ups are in play. Power-ups are in play. Do you guys want to make it, uh, like, should we just say your first two rounds are untouchable? Yeah, first I, two rounds. That's what I meant. Like, the third round okay. kind of picks so up. So you can where... get your third player taken from you. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the safe <clears throat> pick here, who I think Paul's thinking the same thing. I'm going to go with the safe pick here, guy that you know is going to get the rock and that is currently healthy, although he does have a – Extensive injury history. I'm going to go Raheem Mostert here. Nice. Touchdown dependent and splitting carries with Wilson. We don't really know what's going on in that backfield now because it was looking like when Chase Edmonds was the running back, it was like all Mostert. And now Jeff Wilson outsnaps Mostert. Granted, it was by like two snaps, but definitely scored more fantasy points because of that touchdown that he had. But yeah. it's the best running back on the board right now that you can at least trust. Yeah, it's really a shame how because I see Najee Harris's name on the board, but it's just, dude, he's just fallen off so much, man. This is coming from an owner that had him last year, and he was big for me, like down the stretch, going to the championship game, and ultimately finishing in second by like four yards. But it's a shame how much he's fallen off, and it's pretty telling that I'd rather have Moster over. Najee Harris at this point. So congratulations to Mostert. You don't suck that much. So yeah, you're, good, you're, good you for you, Raheem. You are worthy. So here we go. So you both have quarterbacks here. So I think I'm going to lean away from going quarterbacks here and see how this draft shakes out here. I think I'm just going to continue to fill out my positions. I'm going to go ahead and uh, TJ Hawkinson. I think that is some positional advantage here. He is looking good in a Vikings uniform, and he actually went against the commanders who were actually playing pretty good defense against tight ends this year so and now tj hawkinson goes against the bills which again they have a great defense but they have been giving up a little bit more points than the commanders have against tight ends so i'm gonna go ahead and snag my tight end spot here so tj hawkinson welcome to the squad i think he is doing exactly what the vikings were hoping irv smith would do for them but irv smith just can't stay healthy which is why they went up and traded for him. I mean, we've seen Hawkinson. He has a talent of a top three guy. He's got the talent of Darren Waller. He's got the talent. Maybe not George Kittle. Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, and Mark Andrews are kind of in a league of their own. But Hawkinson definitely has a talent. John, he did get nine freaking targets last yeah, week. No touchdowns. That's always promising. It's like, okay, if you can do that without scoring touchdowns, then what are you going to do when you do score a touchdown? Which means that his ceiling can get even higher. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great that's a great pick, John. But before you go further, my Ravens are up fourteen to nothing. Yeah, dude, looking they're looking great, absolutely great. All right, guys, I'm just gonna continue to make a roll here. I I am just loving my team in terms of ceiling. DeAndre Swift is by far my 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 worst player right now on my squad. I'm gonna try and make up for that by going with a little sleeper pick here, and that's Jerry Judy off of a bye week. He's going to be my flex player. He's had a pretty solid last two games, 16 points and 18 points. I'm hoping that the bye week helped him rest up a little bit. Maybe oh, Russell. Wait. What? Sorry. 
John, I've totally forgot to do it. I'm going to use my takeaway power up on TJ Hawkinson. It's not your pick. Okay. Never mind. I thought I didn't know if we were doing it when I pick or when you pick. Oh yeah. No, when you pick that it's in place of your draft pick. Okay. Yeah. So if you so use Paul, a power up already revealed his hand. Right, I already showed my hand, so that's okay. Looks like a lot to do more vodka. But John, use that block if you need it. Yep, I've got a plan. I'm gonna I hope it works. But so I I'm gonna utilize Jerry Judy here and as we go into the remaining part of the fifth round, we got Dalton Schultz, Ezekiel Elliott, Jimmy G, Chase Claypole, Cole Komet, Kareem Hunt. Those are some of the big names. Gerald Everett, Najee Harris, Kirk Cousins, right. although no one really needs a quarterback. So Bob, right, take sir. it away. It's the fifth round, and you can do whatever you want here. Oh, thanks, John. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, Bob. Oh, thank you. <laughs> just, don't, just don't steal any of my players. Right. So, again, I was thinking tight end here, but I keep forgetting about these power-ups, so now all my ideas are flowing and everything like that. And maybe a guy that I should have picked before Mostert forgot that he was there, I'm going to pick him now. And he's playing the team that's playing on Monday Night Football right now, and that's Najee Harris of the Steelers. I am picking him now. At this point, you don't really expect much from Najee Harris, but I he has been like a consistent like 11, 12-point floor. So maybe if he can get into the end zone, you could get into the upper teens, which in this DFS format, that is huge. So, yeah, I don't feel great about it. I guess that perceived upside in the fifth round could be good. I did want to go tight ends, though, but I can't pass up. I got to get some, like, at least I know he's going to get the ball. Yeah, very true. Very true. All right, Joanne, I kind of uh, kind of led with it already, but I'm going to attempt to use my takeaway on TJ Hawkinson. So you want TJ Hawkinson, huh, Paul? I do, but I really do. All right, so, um, you can have him. You can have no TJ way. Hawkinson. Yeah, I'm not going to utilize my block card here. I know, so, John's. I know, so John. He, he's going to be your fifth-round pick. Now, do I get to, do I get to fill my slot? Like, we didn't really talk about this here. Yeah, so after I steal him, you absolutely get to pick now. So you get to pick before me again. Because, yeah. Bob, I'm actually not going to do what you think I'm going to do. I did think about it, but I think I'm going to... Oh, man. I'm going to use my swap card and give Paul, Jerry, Judy, and I'm going to take Kyler Murray from him. Oh, John, I'm going to block you. Oh, fine with me. Now you only have one more power up left. No. (laughs) I guess I lose my flea flicker. Okay. All right, that's fine. So that was interesting. Let's okay, so I get I have to pick someone from the pool now, unless, of course, I want to try and use another power-up and steal because I could essentially steal someone from Paul right now. You could, uh, and I can't block you. Yeah, so... But you can't steal Kyler Murray. You can't oh, try yes, and do a swap and then steal the same player. That's what I'm saying. Like, the block uh, should go to one player. Oh, here's a rule. Because then you can just double can down use- on your power-ups and you eventually get the guy that you want. It doesn't yeah, make any can- sense. You can't use power-ups. You can't do it two in a row. That You can't okay. do it. Okay. All right. Fine. I think that I think we have a pretty general rule here. So I'm just gonna pick someone from the pool here. Okay. And I'm without a I'm without a fucking tight end and a quarterback. And I know Bob's gonna go for a tight end. Paul doesn't need to go for a tight end. So I feel like I have to go for a tight end here. Sorry, Bob. I probably am gonna do it. And I, I just Bullshit. don't. Bullshit. I just don't know what the best option is. You Maybe. can blame Paul for that. These are the power-ups. This is what makes it fun. Yeah, I agree. Not fun when you're getting fucked. I just, lost, I just lost my positional advantage here. I'm going to go with Cole Komet. I think the defense kind of sucks on the Lions, who, which is who they're playing. I did have other options for tight end. I'm feeling the pressure right now. I'm a little scatterbrained. Paul, you really shook me by, by one, stealing TJ, me not blocking it, and then blocking my swap. But I feel like this is going to come around and hurt you because you're defenseless now. <clears throat> Bob, maybe you should uh, take something. So, Cole Komet, you are mine. Bob, are you pissed that I picked Cole Komet there? No, because Bob's going to get Gerald Everett. That's what I thought he was going to go you guys, after. 
you guys are slacking if you think that I'm picking either one of those guys. Okay, fine, dude. Have fun Who else with do you like on have, here. Have fun with Dalton Schultz. Oh, sorry, Dak Prescott's favorite receiver. Is Dalton <laughs> Schultz even on here? Oh, yeah. geez, he is. Yeah, All right, so, that. so just for our listeners, that got a little uh, scattered there. But just to make everything clear here, Paul took TJ Hawkinson from me. I didn't block it. I tried to come back at him and swap Jerry Judy, my fifth round pick, for his fourth round Kyler Murray. He blocked it. So Paul has one power up left. He can use his flea flicker power up, which is like a swap card. And it's also his pick right now at the beginning of the sixth round. So Paul, you have a handful of players to choose from. You need a running back and a flex position. Yeah, so just looking on what's left of the board, I'll run over real quick. So Dalton Schultz is available, which I could take in the flex and just screw Bobby over, which would be hilarious. Yep, DFS is mean. Yeah, Jimmy G, Kareem Hunt, Kirk Cousins, Gus Edwards, Zeke Elliott, Chase Claypool, Gerald Everett, Adam Thielen, Marquez Valdez-Scanlon, Michael Pittman, Derek Carr, Keenan Allen. So what I'm going to do, I'm not going to I'm not gonna ruin Bob. He can have his little Dalton Schultz. He can have his little buddy. He would steal there. him right from you, by the way. Yeah, so I'm... It would just, I would just don't, end up getting... don't belittle Dalton Schultz acting like he's not like relevant when Dak Prescott's a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, no, he's fine. Like he's fun, but he's not a CD lamb. He's no, you know, Paul, he's not Mark Andrews. He's not Mark Andrews. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go with, dare I say, let me just look at the matchup real quick before I officially do it. But. I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt against the Dolphins. I'm going to fill my RB2. Kareem Hunt is a kind of a 10-point floor. Can we all agree with that? And PPR, uh, not this year. 23, 9.4, 9.1, 8.8, 14.7. Oh, he only got one point against the Patriots, but that's 8 and 11. So, I mean. Average out, yeah. The- yeah, I mean, and when he goes against those green defenses, he is averaging like 12 points against them. So. Yeah, and the Dolphins, it could be a shootout. It could be a high-scoring game. So I am hoping that Kareem Hunt gets involved in the pass game a lot more against the Dolphins. So as my RB2, I am not mad about that. So I'm going to go Kareem Hunt. All right, perfect, dude. Nice job, nice job. Cream Hunt onto your team. You got it. All right, Bob, what are you going to do here? I feel like you've got, I feel like you're like rubbing your hands together, like ready to scheme something here. Dude, honestly, none of the players that, because we're all still only doing it after the third round, correct? No, so. after the, only the first two rounds are locked. I made a mistake in the beginning saying the first three rounds are locked, but you can take the third round on. So. So honestly, there is one player I might be targeting, but I might save him for later. I might throw it in later for a curveball. But honestly, you guys already know who I'm going to pick because I've talked about him already enough. And I honestly think he's the best player, frankly, on the board, considering that I already have a quarterback filled. So I think he's the best player on the board right now. And he's probably the most consistent, at least with Dak Prescott at quarterback. So I'm going to go Dolan Schultz here. Dalton Schultz. All right. And I am tight endless right now. But I don't know if I really want Dalton Schultz. I really want TJ Hawkinson back. Sean, you assume that I wouldn't block that. Yeah, you're right. I am. All right. So this is interesting. Okay. (laughs) By interesting, you mean shitty. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and take... I got to go with a tight end here. So I'm going to go ahead and take Gerald Everett, I guess. God damn it, dude. My team really took a turn for the worse. Oh, we already have a tight end, so I don't need Gerald Everett. I have Cole Komet because I picked him in that fourth. No, you can take Gerald Everett for your flex. You can't even take him for your flex. Uh, yeah, so I need a running back or a quarterback here. So out of my running backs, I've got Zeke or Claude Edwards-Elaire or Gus Edwards. And quite honestly, dude, Claude Edwards-Elaire and Gus Edwards, they might get me like five points. And that's just know, just... John, if you pick Gus Edwards and he doesn't play, that's on you. I know. And so I think I'm going to go with Zeke here and hope he plays and just hope he splits carries with Pollard and gets me like 10 points. 
because that's what he's been doing when he splits carries with Pollard. So, okay. Ezekiel Elliott, you can come to my team. That means that most likely Clyde Edwards-Elaire and Gus Edwards will not be getting drafted this week. So that's my six-round pick. So I got Zeke in there, and uh, I think I'm going to use one of my power-ups here. So I'm going to go ahead. After I can't risk Bob. I can't lose both my offensive power-ups and steal something from Bob. So okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and use my takeaway card and take Kyler Murray off of Paul. Let's Wait, go. I already blocked him. Let's go, dude. No, I already blocked him. That's ridiculous. We went. You use your block card on my flea flicker. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you get to double down on your power-ups and take the guy that you wanted. Then what's the point of a block? Yeah, didn't we say that already? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, we did. Wow, so I really... No, you here. still have your takeaway, just you can't do Kyler Murray. That's I, why can't even, I can't even do it because I can't take Bob's quarterback. This is crumbling on me, dude. Yeah, that's crumbling. what I was saying. Like, the block should be... All right, all right. To a player. This is going to be great next week when we have everything refined and so much better. All right, so I'm, I have to pick a quarterback here. I'm going between... Jimmy Garoppolo or Kirk Cousins. Derek Carr is not even an option for me. So Jimmy G gets the Chargers. Their defense is nothing spectacular anymore. And then Kirk Cousins is going against the Bills. So I, I got to just go with Jimmy G here. I got to just go with Jimmy G. So Solid floor, though. Yeah, solid floor. And for a seventh-round pick, if I can have my seventh-round pick, just score me 10 points, then I'm happy. But DeAndre Swift isn't guaranteed to get 10 points. Cole Komet's not guaranteed to get 10 points. Zeke's not even guaranteed to play. I I, I have a chance of scoring a bunch of donuts next week. But we're just going to, this whole thing's about just shooting for the stars. So, Jimmy G, you are officially Paul's off the board. Done. Paul's done. And I'm not going to be able to use any of my power-ups anymore. Unless, of course, I get someone stolen from me. Uh, but I'll most likely use my block. So you guys can try. You can go ahead and try. Bob, what do you have for your last pick? I was thinking about stealing someone from you, John, but honestly, I found someone from Paul that I want to steal more, and knowing that he can't block it, I'm just going to take him. So, Paul, I'm sorry, but I'm using my steal card on Alan Lazard. Oh. No. Did we just lose Paul? No, he's back. That, Paul, the, the shock just, of me stealing Lazard killed him. No, no, okay, so here's the thing. The cat jumped on the screen. But you can't steal my third-round pick in the seventh round. That is yes, absolutely what? ridiculous. Yes, that, dude, that's the yeah. point of power-up. No, up. the point of power-up is you use it per round. That's ridiculous no. that you get to steal a third round in the seventh no, round. That's give ridiculous. me Al Lazard. Give that me Al Lazard. So no, no, that is absolutely ridiculous. Paul, that's why you don't use your block card, bro. <laughs> no, dude, listen. You can't steal a third-round pick in the seventh round. That is absolutely ridiculous. Paul, sorry. I you should have thought about that before. No, dude, no. I won't do this. That's ridiculous. Paul, you got to pick third. between. <laughs> Paul, you got to pick between Chase no. Claypool. No, uh, dude. That is so stupid. I don't think it's stupid. I think that's fair. That is fair. so stupid. Paul. You can't use your seventh round for a third round. In what logical world does that make sense? Paul, just it'll... use your flea, no. just use your flea flicker. Just swap Kareem Hunt out for somebody. All right, yeah, I'll use my flea flicker, and I'll get Alan Lazard back. Yeah, and you'll be blocked. Dude, no, that is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> hold on. Oh, maybe, wait, hold on. Who would you use your flea flicker for? Maybe Bob yeah, would be inclined to have that person. It is completely absurd that somebody can use their seventh round pick to swap for a third round pick. That is just... Dude, you're, you're only saying that because you used all your shit already. No, yeah, because dude. that's ridiculous. That's just you cheating the system, Bob. You claim to be a logical person and you're not being logical right now. I think that's very logical. It has to be like a per round round. basis. It's a per round basis. I'm just going based off the rules. We got to fix the rules then. This is ridiculous. We said third round all. We we made for third round, but you have to do it per round. First of all, Paul, you you made up a rule that benefited your team. I think it's very fair. What rule benefited my team? You made up two. One, you you can't touch a player twice. Yeah. Okay, I tried to take Kyler Murray, and I tried to utilize two different power ups to get him, and I can't do that. So that no, kept dude, Kyler you can't Murray on your take team. A, dude, 
Whatever. Paul's this is mis- bullshit. Paul's the this Paul. Bullshit. You're just upset because you are getting screwed at the end. <laughs> no, this is ridiculous. No, this is stupid. This doesn't make any sense. Paul, maybe you pick. Hard. You get to take my third round pick in the seventh round, dude. Here, you got uh, okay. Here, never mind. We'll swap. I'll swap you. Uh... No, I don't want anybody from your shit team. Paul, don't come on my team, bro. Jeez. Then swap me Christian Kirk. It has to be a round per round thing. Uh, no, no Paul. You can't, no, the rules you can't make the rules yourself. That's not fair. No, dude, that's ridiculous. No, we're fixing this. This is bullshit. Hey, hey Paul, can I just have the talking mic real quick? I want to no, say fuck that. You. Fuck you, both of you. You get to keep Kyler Murray on your team. Okay. Yeah. So be yeah, happy. Fuck, you. fuck both you, of you. This is bullshit. You utilized your block card to keep Kyler Murray, and you're losing. Alan Lazard, I'm going to tell you right now, Kyler Murray is going to score more points than Alan Lazard. So you should be thankful you utilize your block card there. No, here's, dude, you can't use the seventh round pick Paul's to drunk. steal somebody in the third round. That's ridiculous. And don't it use has your to be block a per round basis. You steal somebody in that round. Paul, we made the rules very clear that anyone, <laughs> you utilize your power ups as your draft pick, and you can take anyone from the third round on. Dude. We did not once say until just now when you got your player taken that it has I to be. Won't, I, I won't stand for this in the future. Like, I will not do this in the future. We're I'll, making a rule for the next week that it has to be a per round base. You can't take somebody's third round pick in the seventh round. Me and Bob are going to overrule that every time, whether it's tomorrow, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We're going to still say, no, you can do that. You can do it to my team. Dude, I'm done. I'm not doing the podcast anymore. See you guys. It's all you guys. Hey, dude. Right. Jesus Christ. John, it's me and you. You guys are so stupid. This is ridiculous. Welcome Paul. to the John and Bob podcast. <laughs> Paul, you can't be the Hitler of the podcast where you're making all the rules, but when the rule goes against you, then it's not okay. I'm, dude, it... Oh, my God. You know you're being unfair, too. No, it's, I'm not being unfair. Yes, I'm being are. completely it's, fair. You're you being were just unfair. saying, that's power-ups, baby. That's power-ups. <laughs> yeah that's power up no, baby power that's ups the name of the podcast per round paul me and john are on the same page that. paul Dude, me and john is... are on the same page jesus god whatever fuck both of you paul the good news is you get to fill your third place slot right now <laughs> yes Nick, give me chase claypool <laughs> okay this is so <laughs> Stupid. This is so stupid. No, that's not bad. That's not bad. No, dude, yeah. this is ridiculous. That this at uh, no, this is. What so... happens if Chase Claypool does better than Alan Lazard? Then are you going to come back? No, it's so ridiculous. Paul, you won't care if your team score points than mine this week. I will still care because you no, can't you use your no, seventh you round pick yeah, to steal a third round pick. Care. That is so will, stupid. You won't care. You won't care. In no world does that make sense that you can do that. That's like in a regular draft being like, oh, by the way, yeah, you want Raheem Mostert or Jalen Waddle? Yeah, obviously you're going to pick Jalen Waddle. You guys are what? stupid fucks. No. Oh, oh my God. Paul, it's your pick for the seventh round and then <laughs> I think you need a nap, and then yeah, you, know, you definitely you need to... you guys. You, this actually pissed me off, dude. You need um, to just like go watch the Ravens. They're winning, bro. Don't ruin it. No, dude, you guys are so stupid. Kenyon <laughs> Drake looks pretty good. Yeah, dude. dude. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> if all teams so a lot, so illogical, and just not how this was like. This isn't how it was supposed to. It's all Paul's vision. It, no one's else's opinion matters. Welcome Dude, to Paul's no, podcast. Welcome no, to Paul's yeah. draft where we have to do exactly what Paul says. So that, you, get- <laughs> no, you can't take. Oh, my God. Paul, it's not like I'm taking, like, your Alvin Kamara from you in the seventh. Like, yeah. I'm taking Alan Lazard. It's still my third round pick for your seventh round pick. Alan what, Lazard. You're supposed to swap around. You got, you got to keep Kyler Murray on your team. Like, be happy. You used your block for a very good pick. I didn't realize you, you had a crush you on Alan Lazard. Dude. No, I'm telling you, if you ask a bunch of people, it does not make sense that this, whatever. Paul, look, put it this way. If Bob agreed with you and I was the contrarian, I'd be like, okay, you're right. We'll do what you guys are saying. So I'm surprised that you haven't done that yet. You're really trying to die on this hill. It's because he's had, it's, he's drinking liquor. That's the problem. That's (laughs) I will. No, I will die on this hill because this is like ridiculous. You're drinking liquor. If you are ridiculous. Now I have two seventh round picks. Essentially. I have two bottom of the barrel picks. You shouldn't have used your power-ups early then. 
dude. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to cheat this system and fuck both of you. <laughs> That's I mean, we, the both, we both have our block, so good luck. <laughs> Not this week, but in the upcoming weeks, you guys. That's the attitude I like, Paul. There we yeah, go. Yeah, we do. That's good. No, That's go fuck yourselves, both of you. That's fine. That's <clears throat> fine. All right, I'm left with a bunch of shit here. Keenan Allen might come back. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Dude, You he could. You're taking a gamble, but he might. Steal the draft, honestly. How many it's, touchdowns has Adam Thielen scored? One or two, maybe. This is fun. See, this is how I envisioned it Yeah, going. this is how power-up should go. It should cause yeah. some power-ups. Like, no, dude, I'm actually like pissed off. Good, you should be. <laughs> I, I really wanted T Hawk on my team. I you didn't hear no, me. No, you didn't. You gave him to me without a doubt, without even thinking. Because about I knew it. I was gonna. I knew this was gonna happen, Paul. Where I needed my blocks, and losing a tight end is not my biggest concern. We were clearly not on the same page on how these power ups worked. Like we were. I we went over all the rules in the beginning. We know that. If I try to do a flea flicker, you guys are obviously gonna block. Whoever yes. I do, so correct. Yeah, you're beat. You're beat. Unless you swap me a player that I like, we'll see. Yeah, true. It's like mm. a trade, but that favors John or me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Paul, I'll allow you to propose a trade to me or Bobby. <laughs> no, I don't want to deal with any of you. I'm going to win this week. But you have to give me eight handicap points. No. We didn't even include. I love the handicap points. We'll do that next week. That'll be our next power up. And don't worry, we'll have a whole hour long meeting beforehand on what a trade entails. <laughs> we'll write it up. We'll put it in. I'm not going to trade for my good players. I get your players, but you get my seventh round pick. No, dude, that's bullshit. You guys know it's bullshit too, and that's no. what this is what we really, talked about. I really, Paul. If I knew it was bullshit, I would have given up already. Like I would have been like, dude, okay, yeah, you're right. It's a little no. unfair. Just like it's unfair to like go back and for me to try and get Kyler Murray. Like you both turned me down. That was like a thirty second thing. Okay, I can't touch Kyler Murray again. My bad. You guys are dead to me. And that was not a rule we made even in the beginning of the podcast. That was a rule that came up in the middle of it. We finally found out Paul's true intentions. He just wants this to be like his podcast. (laughs) Dude, it's Alan Lazard. Like, Like, dude, it's not. It's my third round pick. Like, dude. Like, there's a chance Chase Claypool does better than Brandon Ayuk this week. Like, it's okay. Yeah, we're not picking all – this is why it's fun because we're not picking all studs and stuff. So, you're not losing, like, a fucking guy that's guaranteed, like, 25 points. I will die on this hill that you should not be able to use it in the seventh round for a third round pick. That's just ridiculous. You're going to lose that because I like this. This is fun. I'd be pissed if it was me, but I wouldn't be dying up on the hill for sure oh I'm, i'll die on the hill who's your flex pick we're running up dude, on time who fucking gives a shit the longer you cry about this the less time you're going to get to watch the ravens with your friends All right, <laughs> michael, pittman. michael pittman just sign me oh, up dude that's such a bad pick <laughs> <laughs> that's the last thing to say right now are we done recording can i go no, Paul, we have to talk about our teams. No, uh, fuck both of you. Would anybody like to use – Bob, you have power-ups. I have power-ups. Bob, would you like to go ahead and uh, – I think your... I've caused I think I've caused Paul enough pain, so I'll look at your team real quick, John. But you have a block, so I'm sure you'll probably – you're going to block something unless it's in favor of you. So – and honestly, there's not really someone on your team that really stands out to me as someone that I need to have. Yeah, yeah, I was, Bob, just use your power up. <laughs> I was thinking maybe Jerry Judy, but as I said, I know you have your block, so I'm just going to sit with my team. I like my team. Honestly, I like it even more that I stole Alan Lazard in the seventh. Yeah, dude, he's going to have a monster week next week. <laughs> dude, when is this over? I cannot wait to leave. So let's just talk about our teams real quick. Let's start with let's start with Bob here. I'll give I'll give Paul a little bit of a breather here. Bob, that was a really good move at the end of the draft there to get Alan Lazard. So your team's looking like Patty Mahomes, Terry McLaurin, Christian Kirk, Raheem Moster, and Najee Harris. Let's talk about your running back here because last week you went running back heavy in Josh Jacobs, Travis Etienne. Who was the other guy? Eckler. Eckler, you nailed those two. And then Jacob still found a way to get you double digits. 
So yeah. you took a little bit of a different turn here. What's your thought process here? Was it because Patrick Mahomes was available? Is that kind of what gauged your decision making? Frankly, I learned from the running back. The running back pool wasn't as, there wasn't as many as there was last week. So, and I definitely suffered from not having a really good quarterback last week. And it's hard to pass up Mahomes with how he's been playing this year. So that's why I went with him one. But my running backs, honestly, again, the p- pickings were slim. But these are two running backs that you know at least. Like Mostert may be splitting now with Jeff Wilson, but you know he's going to be getting the ball. Najee Harris, same deal. Like I'm not taking like a massive gamble on either of these guys. So I'm hoping that one of at least maybe Najee Harris can get in the end zone. If one of them gets in the end zone, I'll feel good about my prospects this week. And I overall, I think I came on stronger towards the end with my team, especially picking up Lazard. Yeah, no shit. You stole my third round pick. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, that's just the name of the game. Don't hey, don't no, name not, dude. No, cheat the system. <laughs> so, so we actually did have um, out of the the people that carried over from last week, we did have Pittman and uh, Raheem Mostert get drafted. So those guys are officially off the list. But we did have a couple other carryovers here. So I'm going to go ahead and read those over. Gerald Everett, he makes it another week. Honestly, I thought he was going to get drafted this week. But with Schultz and Komet, it was really between Komet and Gerald Everett for me. There's not many receiving options on the Chargers offense for Week 10, unless Keenan Allen were to come back, but it may not be looking that way. So I, that might be a tight end that gets drafted next week if he goes off. But we got Gerald Everett, Adam Thielen, MVS. That dude's never going to get drafted. Michael Carter yeah. is on a bye. Derek Carr, Keenan Allen, Clyde Edwards, Kirk Cousins, and Gus Edwards. I expect Gus Edwards to get drafted at some point if he comes back healthy and starts to take back the lead. Paul, you're not gonna Paul, you're not gonna mope in the corner for the rest of this, are you? No, dude, I'm watching the game. Uh, all right. Well, Paul, I just wanna talk about your team here. You went you were the only team to go with a running back in the first round. How do you feel about your first two picks in Alvin Kamara and Brandon Ayuk? Do you think that's enough to carry you over for the week? Or do you feel like you had some late round sleepers that are gonna help as well? Uh, honestly, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted from that argument that we and had. Temper there. tantrums do that. Temper tantrums. Yeah, do that. no, and I apologize if, if tempers were flared, but I just think it's, it's okay. absolutely ridiculous. It hey, it, we're probably all going to have a temper tantrum at some point. I was getting up, dude. I was getting upset when I thought that I was not going to have Dalton Schultz. I was getting a little butthurt too. It happens. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I got Alvin Kamara in the first. That's sick. Brandon Ayuk in the second. Nice. <laughs> I had Alan Lazard in the third, and then just hopes and dreams were ruined, kind of like the Phillies World Series. Ooh. Ooh. That's so, good. That's, that's good. Fine. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. No, so, that's, that's... no, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at letting things go. Um, do, you, do you feel like Chase Claypool and Alan Lazard could have similar scoring weeks this week? No. <laughs> I think that Alan Lazard is going to score much more than Chase Claypool, which is why I took him in the third third round but then there's always that what if what if he yeah doesn't, yeah, yeah. There, do you there's feel like do you feel like you would come back and maybe apologize to our viewers no i would never apologize i don't ever apologize if you say sorry it's a sign of weakness but <laughs> no um, I mean, paul how do you feel about your how do you feel about oh, your fourth i didn't realize you had the temperament of a fifth grader Dude, I'm not having the temperament of a fifth grader. I just think it's absolutely ridiculous that this happened. But what oh, can I, I do like, about it now? Paul, I'd bring something to light here. This is just something I noticed. I would like to compliment your team and say that your fourth and <laughs> fifth rounds, your fourth and fifth rounds are clearly outscoring me and Bob's fourth and fifth rounds. And those are very important rounds to have players that are high scoring. So do you feel confident in Kyler Murray and TJ Hawkinson to somewhat carry your team to a high scoring week? I mean, I really hope so. I have a big gap in my third round pick. That should have been Alan Lazard. Paul. Dude, I will die on this hill and I, I will just I will do it. I'll die on the hill. But what can we do now? It's done and over. It's I'm not changing. About it's it. not changing either. So you gotta do right. some reflecting. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta look yourself I, in the mirror and you don't have to you don't have to talk to me like I'm seven years old. <laughs> but... You're acting like you're yeah. seven years old. No, I'm not. Yes, I think are. it's ridiculous that we didn't go over the rules before and Yes then... we did. Yeah, we, we all knew them. Yeah. Okay. You just heard what you wanted to hear. 
Yeah, Paul, you made up a rule in the middle of the podcast, and I guess essentially so did me and Bob, but it was both a two-to-one majority in both of those rules being made, and I guess that's how a rule is made. No, Paul wants this to be Paul wants this to be Nazi Germany, where his word goes, <laughs> everyone else could go fuck themselves. <laughs> hey, Paul, Alvin Kamara just went for a really nice rush, so hopefully he does that in week 10. Ew, let's go. I'm only less than three points away. If- Hopefully. <laughs> okay, nice. And how's Olave doing? Do we have any scoring update on Paul's Week 9 DFS? Oh, Paul's... Dude, don't talk to him right now. <laughs> He's got nine points. Oh, no, here's the thing. Like, I totally get that. I definitely pulled the lid off the pot right there for that thing. I still think it's ridiculous, but there's nothing I can do about it now, clearly. But, yeah, there's not. I don't know. Kamara, Ayuk... Kyler Murray, Hawkinson. Let's just hope that my core puts it together. We'll see if Kareem Hunt. I'm hoping it's a pass-heavy game. If Kareem Hunt could get six or seven catches out of the backfield, I'll be absolutely thrilled. And then, who knows, maybe the firing of Frank Reich in Indy can bring Pittman up to speed. Dude, Jeff Saturday as the interim head coach. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. Jeff Saturday's a good guy. Let's see. Keep that glass half full. Yeah, but... And I'll say about my team, of course, it seems besides Paul's team, running backs are just going to be, do I even say boom or bust? I feel like they're going to be mainly like mid or bust. Dude, they're going to be like eight eight points, like average. I at least have running backs in, I have running backs of relevance, we'll say, where if they were to have a good day, they're going to get me high scoring points. So I need Zeke to get healthy. And I need Swift to just get implemented into that offense. If those don't happen, boy, I'm going to have some donuts for sure. Because Broncos offense, you can't trust. Even though Judy has been looking pretty good, you can't trust the Broncos. And you can't trust the health of Swift and Zeke right now. So I'm really banking on Cooper Cup, DK Metcalf, (laughs) and Jimmy G, I guess. Those are my players to get me points. So I think we're going to notice lower scoring points than last week in terms of our total. I don't think we're going to see totals that high again. But again, this is fantasy. What looks like on paper rarely results into the real life scoring. So I think part of this fun is just letting it ride out. Wait, real quick. Yeah. Cole Komet in the fourth. What is the thinking behind that? Again, that was when I was really scattered. That was right after (laughs) I lost TJ Hawkinson. So I think I felt like I needed to fill my tight end slot before you did. And yeah. so I just reached. And I reached last week in the fourth two with Tyler Boyd. So I think that's just what I tend to do. I tend to have the first three rounds figured out, and then fourth round I go crazy. But Paul yeah. really threw me for a loop when he stole Hawkinson. I honestly strategically kept my block for later in the rounds, and I ended up not even using it. So I wonder what would have happened if I had used that block, who would have gotten stolen. And if I have to pick any position to get stolen from me, it'll be my tight end every week unless it's, like, one of the big studs. So, yeah. Damn, I think this draft was definitely more entertaining than the one before. A lot more hard decisions, a lot more variety. And it may result in lower scoring, but I think it'll be more exciting, especially as we recap it next week. So I'm looking forward to that. And we will be back for our look ahead to week 10. 10. Wow. Jam. The season is absolutely flying by. It's crazy that we've been doing this. It hasn't been for that long, but like we're just flying. It's been about two or three weeks, I guess, since we've done a King of the Roster segment. So we're going to dedicate that whole episode 12 to... King of the Rosters. We're going to do a quarterback, running back, and wide receiver edition of King of the Roster. And uh, we'll try and mix in some predictions as well throughout that podcast episode. So I think that's going to be a great episode as well to see who's going to be King of the Roster. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. King of the Roster is always fun. So we will see everyone on Thursday. Paul, you got any last words before we do our little outro here? Go Ravens. Go Ravens. Fuck it. Honestly, I don't want the Ravens to win now with Paul's attitude, but go Ravens. I I both of you. I no, what? I just said go Ravens. And guess what? I need the Ravens to win because we have the Saints first round pick next year. So I'm I hate the Saints this year. 
Oh, that's nice. That's really nice, actually. So uh, when I say go Ravens, that is not a pity go Ravens. That is a go fucking Ravens, baby. I'm off the liquor and I'm upset. So. <laughs> All right, guys. So thank you as always for watching. We had a little, we had a little skirmish today in the episode, but it's nice, you know. Instead of just being boring the whole time, got, got a little chippy in here. Yeah, surprise! It only surprise it took ten episodes. I was expecting this to happen a lot earlier, but I think we found what really brings out our competitive nature. Yeah, this is good. This is good. But as always, thank you. For watching, we will be back on Thursday for our Week 10 Look Ahead. We are on Apple and Spotify, the iTest, a fantasy football podcast. We are on TikTok, the iTest Pod 1, where we post other content like our waiver wire ads and a whole bunch of other stuff that you guys would like to tune into. And we are also on Instagram as well, the iTest Pod. And we are newly on YouTube as well. And we will be posting king of the roster and more long length stuff like this draft there as well so please subscribe to us on that and as always please don't root for injuries so you could pick up those players backups on waivers it is fucking wrong i bet i bet paul's rooting for alan lazard injury right now no 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 i never root for injuries i will never root for injuries i know given this skirmish it seems like i'm a bit tense right now but I'm not. I still love Bob. I still love John. It was just, we. I get competitive. We all get competitive. And yep. it just happens. So I apologize if I, I definitely, definitely react like a something. Like a Hitler. Yeah, yeah, like a something. But it is what it is, man. Let's see how these, let's see how these teams play out. It's all good. All right. It's all good, Paul. See you guys on Thursday. Thanks again for listening. Peace. I'm pouring up some more liquor. Who's joining me? <laughs> see you guys. Peace.